Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by the vicious but fashionable MJ Jenkins. How are you today? <laughs> I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fantastic to be finally chatting with you today. Of course, we are here to largely discuss the upcoming NWA 75 pay-per-view, which is set to occur over two nights on August 26th and August 27th. You will for sure be competing on night one as you enter the Burke Invitational Gauntlet, but there may be a chance you might be competing on night two, which we'll get into in just a moment. But firstly, you know, it's been over a year since your debut in NWA. What does it mean for you to have an opportunity to compete on a historic show like nwa 75 what is your mindset heading into this spectacle the mindset that i am in right now is simply in it to win it you know uh originally and and it's crazy that you said that it was over a year ago that i did uh, make my debut for nwa and i knew that i wanted to be so much better for the NWA. So coming back and having this amazing opportunity, it was like the cherry on top. And this is going to be the anointment of MJ Jenkins. Hashtag a whole lot of women. <laughs> I, I I love the sass, the confidence. You need a confidence, especially in a, in a match like this, because you will be competing against not one, but like nine other women, a number of other incredible women in this match, including Allison Kay, Heather Monroe, Samantha Starr, Sierra, and so many more. So, I mean, obviously, besides yourself, MJ, who do you think is maybe the biggest competition or threat to win the entire Invitational? Ooh, a threat? <laughs> okay, as far as a threat goes, I know that the woad has been, you know, tearing up the independent scene. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've, I've never gotten to face her before, but I know what she is capable of. Now, also, Allison Kay, you know, she is a former NWA Women's Tag Team Champion. So I know going into this, there is already a lot of tough competition, a lot of women that are hungry. However, they just ain't got that hunger like MJ. You know, so as tough as it is uh, or as it will be, I I am already prepared because as I said, this is my anointing. This is my cherry on top. And this is something that I I believed like I was like, this is gonna be me next year and this is what I want. And it, it's a perfect, it's it's perfect for me. It's it's happening now. It is reality, yeah. MJ. Now we just need the the appointing of MJ Jenkins. You know, like we said, there's a lot of awesome women included in this. They are your competition, but a lot of them are really respectable competitors. So kind of in that spirit, who are some, I know Beyonce is one, who are some <laughs> women in your personal and professional life that inspire or empower you? Oh my goodness. So... <laughs> Women in my personal life, I would say women in my personal life would be my mom and my sister. You know, um, my sister, she she's on her own business since she was 19 and um, she was a hairdresser. So and in fact, she actually did my hair. She colored That's it for me. Amazing. You know? <laughs> I'm heavily influenced by her with with fashion and and with the looks. And my mom, because she is one of my major major top supporters. You know, especially with my wrestling career. You know, they are my cheerleading team behind me. And um, I would say on another level, other than Beyonce, <laughs> I I really 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 do love. I really love Tina Turner. Rest in peace. 
you know, and um, I feel like that is where a lot of my aggression comes out in the ring. I feel like, you know, Tina Turner, she sings with so much, she sounds, she sung with so much aggression and with something to prove. And most, most people would say, oh my gosh, it's almost as if she's a man like singing and belting out. And um, I feel a lot of spirit from, from those. I, I take a lot of spirit and energy from, from the artist, you know, so yes. Yeah, and I know you take a lot of spirit and energy from Beyonce, whole lot of women into your character Absolutely. as well. The sass, kind of, kind of the the style too as well. You're definitely a stylish person. We'll talk about fashion in a moment. But can you talk about how Beyonce has kind of uh, influenced you and your love for her outside of the ring and her music? Right. So I, so one thing is I felt like there's something that I love to do and I love how she is so strong and powerful and unapologetically her. And that is something I have always strived to be. So when it came to being in the ring, and especially when she had alter ego Sasha Fierce, yes. that is something that I always switched on. Ah, also, I also met her when I was about, I would say 13 years old because I used to live in the same neighborhood that her husband used to live in. So he would come to the neighborhood and give out gifts and stuff to the oh kids. And gosh. I was just, so from that day four, I was just like, <laughs> so uh, with, with that, a lot of my character work, as you see, I sing myself to the ring and I just say, the spotlight's glaring and I ain't shit. Like, um, right, that was a sneak peek. Can't give it to y'all, but... <laughs> In the end, I say I'm a whole lot of woman. And when my music hits and I feel that, it gives me such an adrenaline push and it lets me know that I am greater than I even thought I was ever going to be. And I'm as great as I believe I can be. So, yes, I, I take all of that experience and um, I, I take all of that influence and I really go out there and, and I, I feel it. And I feel like, honestly, that is what's going to make me go far, extremely far and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be me on night two. I think you you got you've got a very strong chance, and it seems like you have a very strong uh, singing voice as well. Like we said, it was just a snippet, but I, I I'm curious was was music ever on like aspirations for you? Did you ever have a pursuit for it? Yes, absolutely. So I grew up singing in the church. And aside from that, I was in a girls group earlier um, before I even got in, into wrestling, you know, how, and so it was just always something that, um, it was always something like me and uh, some other girls would do. We had rehearsals, we had, um, oh my goodness, yes, we had rehearsals, we even had competitions that we would do, and we even wanted to be signed, you know, we, we shipped the demo together as well, so, you know, that was that was something it was like either I'm going to be a professional singer and or I'm going to be a wrestler and the great thing about this is wrestling lets me be everything and all yeah. that in one so I'm extremely incredibly happy with my my life choices and that's amazing you can like intertwine them into I mean wrestling is entertainment too as well you can sing your way to the ring you know <laughs> I, I'm curious I don't know if there's have you come across other wrestlers that are like really good singers like yourself I don't know if that's anything that would have come up no, in conversation no, but <laughs> only 
Yeah, that's <laughs> a fair point. Tell you something, ladies, singing with auto tune is not the thing. That doesn't make you a singer. But no, <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. No, um, I, I've never come, and that is, you know, I mean, I guess I could too. I was going to say not to toot my own horn, but do it, do a girl, anyways. My own horn because it's <laughs> the thing about I love about myself is I'm so authentic that there really isn't anyone out there like me. Yeah. So even if someone was to come along and say, oh, I sing too. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you did it first. And it's not just who did it first. I did yeah. it best. True. So that's yeah. a good point. Even just from that snippet, I can tell you got a strong voice and you have that background. I'm curious, what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh my God. Okay. So. I love to sing Paramore. Okay. <laughs> yes. I this mean, I love close. Paramore. Which one? Which if one, though? you want to play just like a game, oh, well, come on, come on, let's play. Because I'd rather waste my life pretending than have to forget you for one whole minute. I will literally put that whole song on and just will play it so hard all right and i'm just people mm -mm. just like really you you picked a paramore song i like i i love paramore and um that that that's been my group for a while so either that or i'll play some tony braxton or most most important beyonce yeah. i'll play her i'll play her until i can't play her no more didn't strike you for a Paramore girl, but I love it. I am curious, what does your overall music taste look like then? Obviously, we've got some R&B in there. We've got some mm -hmm. pop in there. Uh, what else does MJ Jenkins enjoy music-wise? Music-wise, I enjoy K-pop as well. And uh, <laughs> I, I really enjoy K-pop as well. And um, I used to have this big group of friends. We would go to all the concerts together. We used to. Uh, I used to be one of those fans that would camp out at the concert <laughs> because you would have to be if, if you had like the 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 main VIP ticket. Yeah. It's like first come first serve, so you have to be out there early. But yeah, so I I love K-pop. I love R&B, and I I dibble and dab within the the alternative rock scene. I love that. What's the longest that you've camped out at a concert for? Oh, I remember, I, I believe this was when um, it was either BAP or when BTS came. Uh, and BAP is Best Absolute Perfect. Um, they were before uh, BTS. Yes. I believe it was for at least two or three days. And uh, me and my friends, we had a tent. I'm telling you, yeah. I was like, we had a tent we would all make bathroom runs and we yeah. would all hold each other's spot and we had food water yeah so i was i was that diehard uh k-pop fan k-pop fans are dedicated yeah. that that is for sure you know yeah. hopefully you know you better have gotten a good spot after camping out like that oh, i'm sure did. you did i was always good. i was always front and center front and center like front on the barricade because <laughs> it's it's you. incredible yeah, it, it, it was truly incredible. That is dedication right there. And, you know, we talk about kind of taking some of those music influences, especially Beyonce, into your character presentation. I'm curious, what other sources of inspiration do you look to when you're looking at for future gear designs and your vision in that realm? Oh, right. So, you know, um, I like to look at um, 
I follow like a lot of different uh, Instagram models, right? And um, I love something with with anything with feathers. So I follow uh, I follow a lot of the um a lot of the drag queens because they have yeah. a lot of uh just over the top outfits, over the top looks, and that is how I feel like the inner me is like that. And also, um, my brother. He also, um, you know, would perform at drag queen competitions. And um, when I was growing up, he would take me to the shows with him. So that heavily influenced, you know, the way that I talk, my mannerisms, the way that I look. And that's why now all of my my gear. And, oh, I have new gear coming too. I, I, so- I heard it. I heard it might be something pink. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's it, it very male. Well, baby paint. But yes, yeah, so um, so I, I draw a lot of my influence from that, Grace Jones and also Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is so experienced. How okay, so Lady Gaga is definitely like uh, uh, basically every range avant-garde, you know, she's done some simpler pieces, but definitely not afraid to experiment. I'm I'm very curious what has been the most experimental or kind of bold choice that you've ever made fashion-wise. Oh my goodness. Okay, I can say fashion-wise the most boldest choice. I okay, there's two. Okay. Now this may be a little bit risky. I was on, okay, I, for a photo shoot, I chose to have sunflowers covering my- I think I remember profile. this. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually still my uh, my profile picture. And I'm like, I need to do another photo shoot. <laughs> so that was really bold. And um, a, a small part of me was, I was a little bit concerned about what, um, about what my mother said, but- she actually liked the one where I was on the beach and I was completely nude underneath it. And I was just like this. Yeah. Ooh. And, but she loved that one. And I was just like, you don't like the sunflower pasties, but you like, she's like, but that one just looks so feminine and sultry. And that was a bold move for me Mm -hmm. because I was just so like, okay, I want to do it, but I'm afraid of, I was just worried about the outside noise. But once I did it, never looked back since yeah i mean i mean once you're used to that it's like what can really phase you you know you're clearly comfortable that's especially as women it's definitely hard to kind of embrace your your own body you know and and all of that you definitely have embraced that i even just looking through your instagram which is really inspiring for somebody like me and especially like the younger demographic in regards to your own fashion since you talked about some of your influences from drag from beyonce it's clear that you're you're very drawn to bright colors as well uh Mm -hmm. how would you describe your personal fashion sensor style my personal fashion sense i would say she is chic. She is bougie. <laughs> she is she- Sasha Fierce. Sorry, I had I had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I would say my own fashion sense is she is chic, bougie, and she is also very sexy. She is. She is. You know, you got. You have a great energy to you. You know, and I know you. You're bringing into the ring. You're sassy, but kind of bringing it back to NWA seventy five. You said you're 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 hungry. You know 
for that win. This is definitely a unique match stipulation, the Burke Invitational Gauntlet. It's it's not a traditional gauntlet match, kind of like an elimination chamber format, but without the chamber and, and more competitors. So kind of on the topic of new stipulations, is there a specific match stipulation or type that you haven't done yet that you want to tackle at some point in your career? A match stipulation? Okay. A match stipulation that MJ Jenkins has yet to be in. I want to do a hardcore match. And I also want to do a ladder match. That is something I have yet to do. And I feel like I would definitely just knock that right out the park. So, sure. so with that uh image visual what would you say a kendo stick is your go-to weapon of choice in hardcore match or what would be Ooh. your go-to weapon i would want to use a trash can to take out the trash <laughs> to put a lid on it mm-hmm. put a lid on it and then the kin- the kendo stick for sure but i always could see myself uh picking picking up one of my you know we <laughs> picking up one of the opponents using this you know ouch. Flex, girl. My ability, throwing them in the and just pow, kicking them in the face for sure, for sure, definitely. Uh, I feel like that would set up a dramatic seat. I I just see it right now. You're just standing over them, and you you know you're you're flexing and all of that. I assume with ladders, you're not afraid of of heights. I know, uh, ironically, a lot of wrestlers are. I I've talked to a lot of them are, yeah. This dangerous thing that we do, and you, I, I don't, you know, everyone has their own fears, but I, I went skydiving before, so that doesn't apply to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I need to know more about this experience, skydiving, when it took place, and, and just the overall experience, because I don't know if I'd be able to do that, but more power to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So it was for my 21st or 22nd birthday. And I remember I just said, I just want to try something one time. I got to do this one time and just go for it. And um, I, I am a, I'm a thrill seeker. I love adventures. I love doing things outside the box. And um, what's interesting was the day that we were supposed to go, it started raining and it was too much heavy wind. So literally on my birthday, I'm boohooing and I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> so instead I went rock climbing, which was still fun, but I'm like, it, it doesn't take, you know, it, it doesn't add, add up to that. However, the following week I went um, and I had, um, I believe it was a, a, a U.S. Um, guys who were in the Air Force, yes. A guy was on the Air Force. He was like my buddy that was on me. And, you know, we're, and not e- even before that, just signing the waiver, right? And it's like, just know this could lead in death. I'm like, ha, I signed a death waiver to learn how to train in professional wrestling. That's no big deal. <laughs> you know, so that was the first step. And then you walk out, you get your parachute on, you go out on the plane. And now this is, and not like any other plane you've ever experienced. This is just a plane that's completely empty with a cockpit. And it's just a place for you to sit on. It's like a, little, a ledge that you sit on inside. Mm-hmm. One by one, everyone's going ahead of me. And they you just sit at the edge and then you jump off. And I'm like, okay, am I ready? Am I ready for this? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do this? And for some reason, I told the guy that I wanted him to do tricks in the air. <laughs> I'm afraid to get caught in the parachute. Like you're trying to do flips. I'd be afraid my foot would get caught in one of the parachutes. Oh, 
So they do tricks before the parachute goes. Okay, on. okay. So okay. mind you, as I'm sitting at the edge, I'm just looking down. He's like, "All right, you ready?" I was like, "Huh?" And he went. I was like, "I guess we're going." I guess we're going. And before I knew it, he was like, "All right, are you ready?" In the air, and I'm like, "In my mind, what does he mean? Or, or am I ready? What is he talking about? We're already falling." Lo and behold, he starts doing backflips. So I'm backflipping in the air, jumping from, get this, I jump from the plane. We're backflipping through the air. And I'm just like, wait a minute, what? And now I'm screaming like, and I'm like, wait a minute, remember to breathe. And then honestly, it was the most thrilling, scary thing I've ever done. And then finally the parachute and that slowed our descent. And it was, it was, it felt like as if I was, um, like, it felt like as if I was one with the clouds, one with the air, and I got to see everything around me was so magnificent. It was, it was so the scenery beautiful. of your yeah. descent. Yes, because yes, I did that up in um, Long Island, so it it was really, really beautiful. And then he started doing corkscrews through the air, and I mean through the air as we went down slowly, and I was just like, okay court screws now okay and um it was a blast and then we we landed he was like all right do you want to land on your feet or land on your butt at the time I was still a little bit of a nervous wreck because I'm like I I really just jumped from yeah just jumped from the plane but it was it was well worth it well worth it I feel like after that you have no fear in the ring at this point honestly it doesn't even compare Basically, that's what, and, and literally, yes, zero, zero fear in the ring. And, and that's why, um, that's why I love doing things off the top rope. I love springboarding, yeah. trying different, you know, just doing different things. It's, it's a no brainer there. Bring on the trash cans, bring on the ladders for MJ Jenkins, guys. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. I probably got to trim my nails beforehand, but. That's a it. good point. I, you'll definitely break a nail. So like. Yeah, definitely prepare ahead of time. But, you know, talking about bringing it on, you know, the winner of this Invitational, which may be yourself, you have, a, I think you have a very gr- great chance of winning the whole thing. The winner will go on to face the NWA Women's Champion, whether that be Camille or Natalia Markova still up in the air, but the winner will face the champion, whoever it is, on night two. So what would it mean for you to become the new NWA Women's Champion on the grand stage like NWA 75? Ooh, let me tell you. This would mean that I am 120%, 200% a whole lot of women. And not just that, I look at there is a huge huge lineage of women that has held this championship and even one woman that I really look up to a lot jazz she was one of my early inspirations in wrestling and um, I just know for me that would solidify me for myself so I know that this is something that will mark me and put me down in the history you know, in the history books of NWA, not just that in the history books of professional wrestling so this is something that I know was made for me. And, you know, again, like we said, night one will also feature Camille versus Natalia Markova. Talk about the lineage of the MWA Women's Championship. 
Camille has just surpassed 800 days as champion, which to a lot of people would be daunting. You obviously are a very fearless person. What are your thoughts on Camille's run as champion so far and her contributions to the NWA women's division? Camille is incredible. She's incredible and she is undeniable. And I know before she was dominating in um in bodybuilding competitions, you know. So even outside of professional wrestling, she is a winner, you know. So I feel like she's raised the bar for a lot of women and um it's going to be she she she's left some shoes to fill if if it is so that she does not uh, you know win her championship back but um, I can say she's done her thing and she's done the NWA proud and um, you know it's, it's going to be hard for for Natalia or anyone else to knock her off but you know Natalia doesn't do it MJ MJ's gonna get the job done absolutely I have two more questions for you you know you're you've been in here eight years in the game now and you're continuing to learn but you've also had the opportunity to share some of your knowledge through a wrestling seminar you hosted in Trinidad can you tell us more about that experience and some of the main takeaways that you taught the attendees there right um going to Trinidad and um teaching professional wrestling to everyone there was something I've always saw myself doing because uh, when I began in wrestling, I was always taught that wrestling is a wheel, right? And as that wheel goes, you what you learn, you get back out and everything that you've experienced, you now give it back to the wheel. And so going there, um, I got to visit all of the schools, you know, all the teenagers and young kids and give them something to look forward to and give them something and give them something to say, hey, I can do this one day. I can be like this. And it also teaches them a lot about structure, about discipline. I taught them about etiquette and um, seeing all those children and not even just children. There were also a lot of adults there, too, who wanted to to get into the business. So um, that for me, that was really special. And um, we did we got to do a lot of TV. Uh, a shout out to <laughs> the guy who put that together. His name is Akil Samuels. Um, we got to do a lot of uh, TV. We visit radio stations. We visited so many schools throughout there and um, we put it all together. I, I remember teaching them. I remember once once we went in the ring too, because I I taught them a breakdown of structure. First and foremost is how to carry yourself, you know, how to treat one another, how to respect the business and respect those who come before you, and also have respect for yourself. Doing the hard work, even if you don't, even if you feel like it's a bit much, you know, and having the dedication because dedication and discipline is something that's going to take you far further more than the motivation, you know, and um. Uh, so I taught them that, and I also taught them that the in-ring work, you know, all the the basics down to a T, the basics, the training, the, oh, the bumps. Oh, boy. We had, I, I'm not going to say, uh, okay, I am going to say, we had some people tap out by <laughs> day two. However, a lot of people in Trinidad have such strong heart, and I'm really proud of everyone that um, showed up and came back because for me, I, I, I can remember my first week or you know my first couple of months in, into wrestling and um did I ever think I was going to be across the country teaching at first no because no. I at first no however I, I I am a natural 
born leader and I'm a natural teacher. So being there, it just, it, it came like secondhand. So, um, yes, it, it was, it was a really wonderful experience and, um, you know, and, uh, now there, there's a promotion out there because of the work and the groundwork that we laid. So, I'm really proud of that. And, and now, like you said, like the wheel, somebody now is going to take some of the things they've learned from you and yeah. and pass it on and or apply it to their own work. So I think right. that that's 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 a cool thing, especially to kind of do. How long ago was this? Do you remember? I would say this was May. This was May of oh, this last is there. year. Okay, yeah. so it's it's recent then. Yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, it was really recent, and um, it was a it, it was a three day seminar, and um, th there were also talks. We had other people there who wanted to learn announcing. There's yeah. some people there who wanted to learn, you know, camera work. There was other people there that wanted to do, you know, different things, you know, creative, and yeah. we we gave them just about everything that we knew and how to run things. So um, that was incredible. And it, it, it was really great because we had, you know, the prime minister come out. We met with government officials there too. So, you know, it, it's a really big deal. And I'm, I'm glad because one thing about wrestling is it gives, it gives people hope, right? And it gives people also an escape. Yeah. Because, you know, and, and anything that you do, especially wrestling, you, you do it, or if anything in the business, just like you, you do it because you love it and you enjoy it. So what best thing can you do? The best thing you could do is teach people and then show people how they can too live their dreams within breaking it and being in the business. So, yes. Yeah. And, you, and you're living out your dreams. You know, like we said, it's been about eight years in the game now. Kind of lastly, as a, a reflection, how do you think that you've grown as a person and as a competitor in these eight years in the business so far? I would say I've definitely grown in a way to where I am more sure about myself each and every day. And um, it's helped me, it's helped me reflect a lot and it's helped me hold myself accountable and it's also caused me to look back and be really proud of myself because oftentimes you know someone when you're in a high a high uh, stress or high achieving type of business it's always a go 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 and you're looking at the next thing and the next thing and i've learned to embrace and be grateful and also still go for what i want but while still giving myself that congratulations and um it's it's definitely helped me to even be more of a, a people person. I was I wasn't as shy as growing up, but there were there was a part of me for a period of time to where my mom would say, Oh, you don't even leave your room. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was yes, yeah, see, that was you too. Yes. So mm -hmm. it's it's definitely helped me come out my shell. It's helped me be more independent. It's helped me be more proud, it's helped me be more vocal, and it's definitely uh helped me with even in, in my health. Then again, I, I also was always someone who was into fitness and wrestling. It This business that has 100% tied into what my life was like when I was younger. It's, it's interesting how the steps that you have when you're younger, whatever path you go in, it just keeps going like this and you build on it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, been a blessing and um i'm extremely it's, it's been a blessing and i'm extremely grateful for how strong i've become as a person yeah and and i know a lot of nwa fans are extremely excited to see you competing in the burke invitational gauntlet mj before we let you go can you please share where the people can find you online yes you can find mj jenkins a whole lot of women vicious 
and Afrolicious. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Real MJ Jenkins. You can find me on TikTok, Real MJ Jenkins. And you can find me on X. I was about to say Twitter, but it's no longer I Twitter. I still say Twitter. <laughs> at Real MJ Jenkins. That's where you can find me. And don't forget to tune into NWA 75, where you can see MJ and a whole lot of other women competing in the the Burke Invitational Gauntlet coming up on August 26th. I had to. I felt like it just works like that. But don't forget to tune into NWA 75 coming up on August 26th and August 27th on Fight TV. MJ. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for gracing us with a little bit of a snippet of your wonderful singing voice. It's Mm -hmm. greatly appreciated. You're welcome.